to We Talk Facts on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Strick and Lester. Hey, we back live on WTF Podcast on 93.7 The Ticket. We got a very special guest on tonight, Jeff McAvicka. I call Jeff the original OG McAvicka because he had a little brother who came in right behind him after Jeff did all of the grunt work. Yeah. So when I see Joe, <laughs> when I see Joe walking around all cocky, I say, hey, man, your brother blazed the trail for you. He he let you know that you are good enough to play here. So I just want to I just want to throw that out there just in case Jeff uh will get a chance to see that. But anyway, again, we got Joel McAvicka, Jeff McAvicka. Ooh, we can't we can't mess that up because you're the resident OG. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, listen, Jeff, I'm gonna read in one more excerpt out of this book because we hit on this in the last segment talking about you playing at an eight-man football. So it says the fact that McAvicka played eight man football caused people to wonder if he would play in the college ranks. I use all of the speculation to my advantage. The bottom line is I have two arms, two legs and a head on my shoulders, and I'm just as capable as the next guy. People think if you played eight man ball or come from a small town, you are an alien on the football field. <laughs> I can't believe I said read that. Yeah, wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just think, you know, the 50-year-old Jeff is now listening to what the 22 year old like, kids hear that. I mean, what a goober they think. <laughs> but anyway, talk to me about you coming from an, an eight-man school and going to this monstrosity of a program, Nebraska, who's kicking butt. All you know, kicking everybody's butt, and it's been for years. Yeah, what in the world made you think you can come from an eight man small town school and come play in Nebraska? Yeah, yeah. So, um, my I mean, let's my my track to Nebraska was a lot different than Cluster's. So, Cluster was super state hurdler, super state wrestler, super state football player. You were like the player of the year, weren't you, in '91? The athlete uh, of the year? I, I was. I was. Yes. So Cluster Cluster knew he could play and Cluster was going to get opportunity. I was I was in this, you know, this farm town back home and we played eight-man football. And so the field's 90 yards long and it's uh I think like 45 yards wide. So, you know, I had like 1,800 yards rushing, but I tell people if I would have had that extra 10 yards length in the field, I would have had another, you know, 500 yards because I run, you know, I take off from the five yard line and I'd only get 85 yards. Uh, so. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But so, so I was in a small town and um, I, I just, I just felt that, you know, if I was going to, if I was going to play football in college, I wanted to try like every kid, I want to try at the best level. And if I never, if I don't make it, you know, have them tell me I can't make it. And I, and I could always move down to a lower level. So that, that was my thinking. I wanted to start at the top. And where was the top? I mean, the top was Nebraska for a Nebraska kid. Um, and I, you know, I sent my tapes to Nebraska. And I think my junior year, I get this this card from, I still have it too, this card from Shane Thorell. Do you remember Shane? He was like a graduate I assistant do. there. Yep. So I, I get this that. card from Shane and he says, Jeff, you know, look, I received your tapes. I watched your tapes. 
I looked at your your camp um, uh, stats. I was at like a football camp when I was a sophomore. And he said, I don't know if you're big enough and fast enough to play at Nebraska. You better like you know, look for a smaller school. And he sent me that letter, you know, telling me to look elsewhere and not even not even a, a big, but like a small school. So Imagine. I got that from Coach Thorell and I was just devastated. And so my dad and I talked and I said, you know, I really want to try the Division One thing, you know, and if it doesn't work, um, I can always move to another level. So it sounds like it's not going to be Nebraska. So we went to. You know, we sent tapes, Colorado State, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State. All those schools brought me in on a visit and they talked to me and all of them offered, uh, even Oklahoma offered me a walk on. Um, and Iowa State, I think it was close to maybe like a gray shirt or maybe a little bit uh, better than a walk on. So all these other schools were interested. And then I had to decide. And it was like a month before I graduated high school. And I had to decide where I was going. And all, everyone in this small class, 23 kids in my senior class, were like, where are you going to school? And I'm like, well, I really don't know yet. And dad said, Jeff, you need to make a decision. He said, what's holding you up? He said, "He said it's Nebraska, isn't it? I said, yeah. I said, if Nebraska, if I could walk on at Nebraska, the decision would be over already. So Dad said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to, I'm going to call up Coach Osborne. I don't know how he got his phone number, uh, maybe from some old football cut, because Coach Osborne was a Hastings football player and Dad was a Carney football player. So maybe they had some connections. So he got through to Coach Osborne and he said, Coach, he said, I got this son. He plays eight man football. He wants to walk on. Can you take a look at his tapes? He sent him in and he kind of got this letter back already. And Coach Osborne said, well, I never even looked at his tapes because I think when it gets to the graduate assistant and if it doesn't get past him, he's like the, the threshold. And if it gets past him, it'll get up to the higher coaches. But it never got up to any other coach. So coach said, I'll do this for you, John. I'll take Jeff's tapes. I'll go find them. He found my tapes and he looked at them and then he called dad back in like a day and said, you know what? Um, I, I see some potential. You know, let's get we'll give him a shot. So they they. They offered me a walk on and it was basically a bet. I begged uh, and pleaded and it was, it was it's testament of, of Coach Osborne. Um, he saw something in me and he took a huge risk because if you remember, Cluster, ours was the first freshman class that came in without that separate freshman team. So we That's got right. thrown in with with all the varsity players and we had to practice against the old guys when we got in there. Before that, they took the freshmen and they separated, they practiced separate, and then they had their own freshman games. They'd go up and play Air Force and all that. Yes. And we were the first class that, that didn't have that. So for him to – and they were bringing in a lot – not as many walk-ons too because they didn't have that big freshman team. So he took a huge risk on me um, to even give me a walk-on. So that's kind of how I got there. And, um, you know, they I did a little recruiting visit after they said I could walk on, and I think it was Munson walked me around. He's like, here's the field. Here's kind of the locker room. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, I'm good. And, and then and then I see I meet all you guys like when I walk in for the first team meeting and I'm like, I hope Coach Osborne knows who I am. And he actually he was introducing all the freshmen. I don't know if you remember, but he knew oh, there's Clay Cluster. What's it? I'm like, well, yeah, he knows Cluster. And he knew he knew all the other ones. And then I'm just sitting there sweating because he's going to get to me. And I'm like, he's going to go. Um, um, and I'm going to be embarrassed by all these guys because he doesn't know my name. And he's like, Jeff, he knew my name. And I, that was like so cool. Um, so, you know, and once you, I, I, to answer your question in a roundabout way, I knew I could, I could make like you too. 
um, I knew that I belonged there after the first practice. You were nervous going up to the first practice because you thought all these guys were just so amazing. And then you, you started playing with them and you're like, gosh, I think I can do this. I can I can hang with these guys. And I, I think that's when it it occurred to me that, you know, maybe I have a chance to make it here. I want to throw this out at you, Jeff, and I and I want people out there in WTF land to understand this. Jeff played with Lawrence Phillips, Amon Green, Corey Celestinger. You know, then he had his little brother behind him, pushing him. He had Brian Schuster, pretty good fullback also. And I'm going to tell you, Jeff Mack is, and I, I'm not kidding you, is the hardest working Husker that I ever witnessed. Let me throw something out at you, Jeff. Remember you were outside and you were tied to a car. <laughs> I remember I was that. pushing it. I pushed the SUV. I was pushing the SUV. I pushed the neutral. SUV. I was just like, Jeff, <laughs> like, listen, everybody used to say, hey, listen, Jeff is coming. We all knew Jeff walked on, but he, you knew, you knew that he is coming for your spot. Oh, so you guys in the locker room already knew. We knew. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you because, unfortunately, and, and I'm, I got another big question for you, Jeff, but I got to say this to set you up, right? Unfortunately, a guy like me, I had a different kind of pressure. You know, I yeah. was... Yeah, the Nebraska yep, Athlete agree. of the Year, and I had all these expectations yeah. thrown onto me to perform like right away. And I'm gonna tell you what, I was, was not mentally ready. I wasn't. It ready. was harder for you. I, I seriously, you were was not. You, you were the state player. I mean, you were. Everyone knew you had to get on the field right away, and that's what I. You know, it's harder. I think I wasn't ready, man. I'm just telling you, I wasn't ready to do it, and it took me almost three years before I found myself and, and you found yourself. Well, well, eventually, you know, eventually I got under the right coach who gave me the right kind of confidence to tell me that I can do it. And I, then I surrounded myself with the right players because I got to tell you this, Jeff, one of the things I learned and I heard coach Osborne talk about it in our meeting room, you know, how we all get together in the big, um, the big room, the yeah. big auditorium before we all break yeah. out through our uh, position meetings. Coach Osborne knew out of 150 players, not everybody is there to become the best football player they could be, the best student they could be. He knew he had some knuckleheads on the team. And he said, the sooner you can get around the like the 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 right yeah. mindset people, yeah. Yeah. you're gonna take off in the sin and a light bulb came on in my head when he said that because I was around the wrong people Jeff I was around the wrong people I was partying you know there was girls you know because you're no longer under your parents tutelage anymore yeah so now you're out here having to manage college life and I'm gonna just tell you man you know we came in with 22 uh and not all of us made it through for four or five years. There's a yeah. lot of guys that ended up dropping off. Yeah. So let's transition to some good times. You're at Nebraska now. You know you can play. You are now, you've broken into 
you, you're like right behind Corey Celestinger, who ended up getting drafted and having yeah. a long career in the yeah. NFL. Tell me when you felt like, you know what? I'm the man now. Like, like I am at the top of the pinnacle when it comes to a fullbacks. Cause fullback was like a very vaunted, you know, that was a position yeah. of pride yeah. and it, it's a big deal in the Nebraska uh, offense. Yeah. When did yeah. you feel like, you know what? I, I made it. Yeah. Um, like I, I would, I would say, so like when you got, when you got your scholarship, you were, and, and you, I mean, you ended up, you know, one of the greatest receivers blocking uh, route running receiving that we've ever had. So you started with a scholarship and then you had that, you had that. Um, what I didn't have when I was a walk on it, it's the one thing that you you desire so badly is that scholarship because you don't, you don't think that you're, you're fully want, and I don't know why you're not fully wanted there until they actually outlay that money for, for your, for your school. So I think when I when I got that scholarship, um, I think it was my sophomore year. Uh, it was just like, you know, now 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 I can now now I can sit back and I don't have to worry about uh, the coaches, you know, not having confidence in me because they showed in one in one respect that they had confidence in me by by giving me that scholarship. So that was a that was a big turning point. Um, the second or or maybe actually even before that. Um, it's when I moved to fullback. I mean, I was an eye back. Uh, yeah, remember our, our freshman year, I was an eye back uh, up to up to my sophomore year. So I was playing eye back my sophomore year. And then the, uh, Coach Gill and Coach Osborne saw that uh, some defenses might be susceptible to the, you know, the quick trap. So they were trying to work me then into fullback my sophomore year. And did I ever tell you the story, how that came up, who wanted to be fullback? So they pull all of his eye backs into a room. Uh, my sophomore year, you got Benning and, uh, you know, great. Clinton, mm -hmm. Clinton Childs, Lawrence Phillips is there in this room. And Coach Osborne's like, we have a lot of, we have a lot of eye backs. We don't have a lot of fullbacks. And Corey's going to be graduating pretty soon. We need some, one of you guys need to, need to move to fullback. And all the guys are looking around saying, you know, I want to carry the ball, you know? And, right. and all of a sudden, I raised my hand because I watched Lawrence practice, I think a couple of days, but remember that first scrimmage he had where he ran for like 300 yards against yes. our top defense as yes. a freshman. And I was just like, coach, I'm moving. So I moved to fullback my sophomore year. And then, so I was playing fullback at the end of the, our, our sophomore year. And I started playing fullback in December. And then we had the bowl game against Florida state. And I had only been playing fullback for maybe a half a month. And the night before that Florida State game, coach, after we broke our big our big meetings and we were going to bed uh, for the national championship the next day against Florida State, Coach Gill pulls me over uh, to this table with Coach Osborne and he said, Jeff, um, you you stand by Coach Gill the entire game because we think that trap is it, it, they're vulnerable to the trap. We're, we're going to run that trap at some point and it's going to be you or Corey that's going to do it. But we want you there by by our side and i'm like a sophomore and i'm like they they're gonna put me in this game as a sophomore and i hadn't played the position more than like three weeks and i was just like freaking and we get we get did i ever tell you so we get to the sideline and in that game then i'm i'm by coach gill and coach gills it's like the second quarter and coach gills like jeff get in at fullback and i'm like oh no and that because it, but it's but it's a trap 
It's a trap. Right. So that's easy. I understand a trap. I was an eye back. Right. I just carry the football, but it's a little quicker. And so I, I'm I'm down in my stance on national television, national championship game, down on my stance, never played the position, but for three weeks. And it's a trap. So I'm like, you got this, Jeff. You got this. And, can, and Tommy is uh, it was like on it was like on two. And Tommy gets one. And then and he he uh, he called an audible and he changed it to an option. And that's oh, one of the most complex uh, yes. blocking scheme for a fullback. So I'm in Absolutely. my stance and I'm like, how am I going to do this? I'm going to just screw up this option play. And I'm down there just sweating bullets as a sophomore in the fullback stance. And I'm like, please help me, someone. And Tommy calls timeout because the defense moved again and 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 they were gonna get Corey back in. So I got pulled off. So by having confidence, yeah, by by having confidence with me, uh my sophomore year, that that helped a lot. And I mean, you were playing a lot too, your sophomore year. And I mean, that's yeah. why you know you get you get your confidence once you get in the game. I want to throw this out at you. What, 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 yeah, we got a. You got one more quick question. Okay, one break. one quick question. Now today, when a guy goes on scholarship, they they do a huge deal on social media. Sometimes you see how the team yeah. get yeah. behind this guy. The coach announces this guy's going on scholarship. Everybody goes crazy. You know they didn't do that back then. You know yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah. So when you were going to be put on scholarship. How did, did you talk to your parents? I mean, how did they feel? How did your family feel when you called them up and said, you know what, they're going to put me on scholarship? I want to know yeah. what that reaction was like. It was pretty amazing. Uh, let me just say this first about walk-ons. And Cluster, this is for you to hear and for all the other scholarship guys in my class. You guys made it easy for a walk-on without having a scholarship yet because we weren't treated like second class citizens. What no. was so neat. And that's why the walk-on program worked in Nebraska. You come in and if you can do it, the guys, the guy, all your, all clusters looking for is a guy that can do it. And yeah. if you're doing it, it doesn't matter if you're a walk-on or a scholarship player, they'll accept you. And I think that came, that came down to the players from the coaches. No, there wasn't a separate walk-on award each year. You know, here's the best walk-on on the team. There was just the team. And you guys treated walk-on. Naturally, the coaches are going to be good to walk-ons, but you, the other guys, treated the walk-ons yeah. like they were part of the team. So that was a big. Comp I mean, that's why that's why it was so successful. Part of it was the player, um, and part of it is the fact that you were a great person, Jeff. Don't 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 diminish that. Listen, hold your thought because we're coming back to ask Jeff how we gonna get this program back on track on okay. WTF podcast.